You're listening to Once, episode 199, Operation Mongoose, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm so excited, I can't even get the words out right. This was <laughs> an awesome finale. I would say best season finale so far. I mean, it's for me, it's right up there with the season one finale, and maybe even better. Hmm. <laughs> parts of it. Well, okay, yeah, parts Elements of it. Elements of it. As a, as a complete package, season one is still the best. True. As a complete package, yes. But I think that there were so many parts in this episode that just got me really excited. Like, I was getting chills to see Henry picking up the pin. And I was thinking, yes, Henry, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah! I, I wanted to cheer, but, you know, I was cheering <laughs> in my own little way inside. And by your own little way, you mean completely silent and immobile. Yes. That's how I do it when I watch Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. for the first time. We are recording this live. These are just our initial reactions. So we're going to be all over the place in our thoughts. But we are recording this live with our finale party that you heard in the intro. And some of them will be joining us during this conversation. We've invited them to come up to the microphone at their own leisure. So you'll be hearing from multiple people in this episode. And this will be great. I was really excited to see how this would pan out. I saw one little spoiler that I couldn't help but see, and it was because I'm subscribed to multiple channels on YouTube, and someone posted a teaser of this episode, but they didn't. I didn't watch the video. I just saw that little snapshot that you see on YouTube of the videos, and the snapshot showed Henry in what looked like to be the Enchanted Forest with the author there. And I thought, oh, why did I have to get on YouTube on this day? <laughs> I had somehow caught in a wind a little bit that this whole episode might be heroes and villains, the story. And it was very much in a reverse form, which I loved. I mean, wasn't it so cool to see the heroes as villains and the villains as heroes and to see that that parallel with, like, season one kind of content. No, it's, it started out in that little TV shop and with Isaac there, there are some really interesting things about uh, Isaac being a salesman in our world. Unless there's a fictional 1960s and <laughs> somewhere else. Better not be. No, I would say that's his origin story, so to speak. I know Rose that was in our audience noticed something really clever. Rose, what was it that you discovered? Um, I believe that the year was 1966 that Mm -hmm. they flashed up on the screen. And then the apprentice said that the author had just died. And Walt Disney died. I Googled it really quickly (laughs) because I thought he died in the 60s. And he actually died December 15th, 1966. So I think the uh, the author that just died they were talking about was Walt Disney. That would be that totally fitting <laughs> and totally awesome. To, I mean, not awesome that Disney died, but a totally cool <laughs> connection. And we were talking, too, that it sounded like maybe there was Christmas music. 
Yes, it seemed like it was Christmas time. I don't know what about it made me think back and think that it was Christmas, but mm-hmm. I think it was Christmas. And um, I know since they had uh, talked about Walt Disney as being one of the authors, that that was fitting that they that they put it in that time frame and made made it that he had just died and that yeah. there was a new author that they needed. So that was an awesome uh, observation, Rose. Thank you. And we know that the authorship role passes on to different people. And Henry's now the author. What'd you think about his breaking the quill? I kind of expected the apprentice to say, well, now you can't do the rest of your job. <laughs> the, uh, the choosing of the pens with Isaac reminded me a little bit of Harry Potter. That's not what I thought you would say. <laughs> well, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to mention lost. Oh, because it reminded me of Lost. <laughs> so explain Harry Potter, uh, and I'll explain Lost. Yeah, so there's what kind of the, the wand choosing or the wand choosing the wizard, and it seemed a lot like that. The pen sort of chose him to some degree. I was thinking of a scene from Lost where this guy comes to another character, to Ben as a child, and brings multiple objects, and Ben is supposed to choose one of those objects, and it's supposed to represent or signify in some way that Ben is ready or that he's really the one or something like that. I can't remember now, but all the Lost fans know exactly what I'm talking about, that scene. And that's what I was thinking of, as well as a scene from The Incredibles, where oh. Boss Guy is just lining up his pencils perfectly. <laughs> so what if Isaac had chosen the ballpoint? then this story would have turned out very Hmm. differently. I really am excited to see where season five goes. What do you think? Is Emma the new villain? Uh, She's the dark one. We know that. Villain, maybe not villain. Because Rumpel tried to be good sometimes. Did any, nobody picked up the dagger. So who gets to pick up the dagger? I'm glad that the dagger was left behind, at least, for someone to pick up so that Emma isn't running around with the complete power of light magic and the complete power of dark magic. Would that make her unstoppable? Mm. Mm. Because Rumpel has been stoppable from certain things. Right. I uh, I think Hook will keep the dagger. I, yeah, the key to Emma's heart. No. Emma as the dark one, the dark one or Rumpel with a solid white glowing heart. I wonder if that's what Emma's looked like before this happened, because we've never seen Emma's heart. That's true. I wasn't really sure why his looked that way. It seems lifeless. Well, he's lifeless right now. Plus, they kind of preserved him. Yeah. I feel like they were rather noncommittal on the whole is he going to live or die sort of thing. Yeah, so that whole poll we had about whether he's going to live or die, die completely, die and re- be reborn, it's kind of none of that happened. Well, he's basically living sort of. <laughs> he's mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really uh, just love this episode so much about it. I know it's 
this seems to I'm going to guess this is a new pattern that they want to follow where they have a story arc for the second half of a season. And then the last two episodes is some self-contained story in itself. They did that with the end of season three. They did that here at the end of season four. I was very happy to see 25 minutes left when they got out of the book. Yeah. Because if they had stayed in there the whole time, it kind of would have been. What was that? The end of season of four a is that just was it just then that they did the last two hour? Uh, the yeah. end of season three that they did a two hour when they went back in time. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it would have been that all over again because it was two hours, almost two hours of story that ultimately kind of didn't matter. Kind of. That was what I was thinking. I was very happy that, I mean, it felt more substantial than the time travel stuff. And they got out of it with enough time to still do something. And that stuff was really, really good. But I think that's what knocked it down a couple notches for me is that we spent so much time. But at least they didn't try to do it in one hour. I liked seeing it all, seeing the alternate realities and such. I mean, it was fun, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of fun, you know what helps keep this (laughs) podcast going really fun is... The podcast going. And you know what helps keep the podcast going? Could it be our sponsors? Yes. Thank you very much for this episode to our donors, David Newland, Steve Johnson, Lisa Slack, Tracy Anderson, Daniel Clark, DJ Firewolf, and our 15 backers on Patreon. We could not do this without you. Seriously, we could not. We could not have this finale party where we've been able to rent a room, rent a TV, a nice big 50-inch TV be able to host people at this party and had a great time. Didn't you guys hear? Here, give me a cheer if you had a great time with other oncers here. That's been made possible with your kind support. So thank you very much for supporting the podcast. Every one of you who has supported the podcast, every little bit counts. If you'd like to be a sponsor of an episode or multiple episodes as well, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And thank you for your support. I was reminded also of Total Recall, which the premise of Total Recall is that you can get fake memories implanted so you can feel like you had a wonderful vacation when you didn't really. And that's what the author was basically doing here with his writing of this alternate reality. Yeah, so he didn't really he didn't really create anything in the real world, which I'm glad they made that distinction because that was a little strange since they all seem to be contained in the book. Then that sort of begged the question, well, could they travel to a different realm from there? Is it an alternate reality? I think the answer is pretty much no. It was just, at least they actually said alternate reality. Yeah. Because that was the word I used. So, but it wasn't even that real of an alternate reality. It wasn't like an alternate timeline or universe or anything. It was just sort of this little fake fantasy I was worried when we first saw Hook again back in Storybrooke, it looked like he wasn't the Hook we know. Like some of the Hook from this fake world actually carried over because of Emma's whole interaction with him. And his response to Emma almost seemed like he was still the fake memory Hook. Really? Yeah, at first, because he wasn't really being all that affectionate. Except for when Emma was saying, I I wanted to tell you something. And he had that little smirk on his face. I thought, that does look like Hook, but he's just not quite acting. Well, I'm Uh, glad that it hmm. is actually Hook. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that fear. 
Uh, all those times we accidentally said Merlin when we were talking about the wizard, <laughs> we can just <laughs> we go ahead and right. embrace that. Yeah. It was, it was on purpose. So we are going to see the sorcerer in, yes. I mean, we assume in season five, mm-hmm. which will be really cool. Hopefully Maybe he won't look like pink and blue lights. <laughs> Maybe Merlin was his name in the Enchanted Forest, and his name here is Yen Sid. Or maybe it's the other way around. Because we've seen too many clues about Yen Sid, and the whole way that they're branding the sorcerer is Yen Sid. I think his name here is Trevor. <laughs> okay. The author was Isaac. I think he can be Trevor. Isaac Heller? Yeah. I, Did we know the last name before this? No, we didn't. Okay. I'm really excited to rewatch this episode for our upcoming full discussion because one of the things I think I might have seen is in the audience of Isaac signing the book. I thought I saw Jane Espenson in there. <laughs> and I need to go back and see, was she actually in the audience? If so, that's awesome. But we'll find that out when we do our rewatch and our full discussion this week there may have been a lot of show writers in the audience i think that would be kind of fun oh yeah a a great place for them to be as well we know zelina is definitely pregnant according to regina anyway yeah still locked up still pregnant yeah but i doubt she did an ultrasound true i thought it was creepy when she said we can deal with that well, I think what they're... I don't think they meant it creepy. I think I took it creepy because there was a lot of creep in this episode anyway. They'll probably adopt the baby. Regina and Robin will probably adopt the baby. Snow freaks me out now. Oh, I was waiting was so for her awesome. to rip someone's heart out back in Storybrooke. <laughs> like, man. I didn't expect the heroes to be villains. I thought the villains would just get happy endings and the heroes would not. But still be heroes and villains. It was still a story of, I don't know. Nobody had a happy ending that I could see. I guess Selena was sort of going to get one. Yeah, but they Selena. were still kind of hero-ish, except at the end. Well, and you have to remember dress. the original first season, who was a hero or who was going to end up being a hero and who was going to end up being a bad guy. Like Regina in the first season was the bad guy and she was going to end up being the hero eventually sort of but in in here it seemed like because she was considered a hero in this alternate reality she then was not going to get her happy ending it's kind of weird when you think about and to realize that there are multiple dimensions for opposite because in season one we saw characters be very opposite from what they were in storybrook where in storybrook they're brave or in uh, Enchanted Forest, they're brave. And in Storybrooke, they are cowardly, like David or Snow mm-hmm. or, or any other character. But that was an opposite in certain personalities. Here we got to see a, a more total opposite where if they're a hero, they're a villain. If they're a villain, they're a hero. Mm-hmm. And if they're light, they're dark. If they're dark, they're light. When you're hot, you're cold. When you're in, mm. you're out. No. Mm-mm. So Lily's going to try and find her dad. And stop trying to kill Emma's parents? I'm glad that's actually going to be a, pl- a plot point. Do you think maybe her dad and the sorcerer are the same person? Maybe. I think they should look for someone who turns into a dragon. I think she should go around town making all the men angry. Well, they said 
that the sorcerer is very, very far away. So I think we're either going to be chasing after two guys that will be their identities revealed, or it could be one in the same. Hmm. Okay, so talking about Lily's father, who Lily's father could be, I was just thinking, and I've I've wondered who the dragon that we saw was. That season two, the dragon. Uh, well, we've seen the a dragon three. Three. in no, the one that Tamara killed. Oh, uh, is that two? I think Tamara. that was season two. Oh. So he, when okay. she, right before she killed him, he said, she yeah. said something to him, and he said, "You haven't met me yet, not the real me." Ah. And his name was the dragon. Yeah. What if he is was actually Merlin, and he was just appearing as that that the dragon? But what if that was Lily's father? I would like mm. it if that's the case, because we've really wanted to justify that character's existence. I know. Right? I've wondered about that character for like ever since that happened, because he said, "You haven't met the real me yet," and I keep waiting for them to go back to that, and yeah. so. It would be cool if that was her father. I like that. So, yeah. And if it was Merlin, that would be cool, too. Right, except I think, is he dead? No, because he <laughs> kind of, remember, he went kind of up in smoke. The body of oh, whoever yeah. he was he was possessing or whatever was dead, but I don't think he was because the kind of smoke went up right before he raised up and said, you haven't met me yet, mm. not the real me. And he was tased with yes. a magic removing device that just happens to look like a taser. <laughs> Guys, we're breaking the seal on season two. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> just a thought, just a theory. Great theory. I like it because I do want to see the dragon redeemed. I mean, like his existence redeemed. Not <laughs> right. that he was a villain. We don't even know whether he's a hero or a villain. It's just a. Tossing. It's just a thing that happened. Yeah. And that would that would really justify his existence, and I like I like that connection. Mm-hmm. We'll see, we'll see in season five. I think or, it's too soon to say. I was going to say I doubt it, but uh, I also didn't see Emma as the dark one. So there you go. I think we all wanted to see it though. At some well, point. I guess we did. Kind of. Yeah. At first, I was thinking, oh, Emma's not going to be the dark one. Regina's going to be the dark one. But okay, that kind of is cool. And then Emma steps in. It's like, yes, Emma's the dark one now. Yay. (laughs) Sort of. How come she got her last name on the dagger? Is it because everybody else didn't have last names? Why Um, not her middle name? Probably because her first name is just so short to fit on it. And there are thousands of Emmas out there. So Emma, (laughs) they had to fill the space. Yeah. It's a lovely name. <laughs> so we've got a lot to theorize about with this episode. And for our upcoming full discussions, what we'll be doing is approaching this from a theme aspect. We're not going to have the time to dig into every scene and every little detail, but we will be having Jacqueline, Hunter, Aaron, Jeremy, and myself discussing this. We'll be live at our normal time on Wednesday you can check the calendar to see when we'll be live over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And we'd love to have you join that and give us your feedback, your theories about what the next season will be, what some of the highlights were from this episode. We'd love to hear from you and love for you to participate too. And you can send us your feedback by putting the word finale in the subject line and emailing feedback at oncepodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903 231 2221 or 
Leave a comment on the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 199. For every character that we saw in the fake world, I was thinking, do they remember? No, they don't. Do they remember? No, they don't. Does Rumpel remember? No, he didn't. He was kind of odd, but he didn't seem to actually remember. Zelina, well, we never really know, knew whether she even uh, remembered. But Emma remembering. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long she perceived having been locked in the tower because she seemed pretty uh, messed up. I thought maybe she was crazy for a minute. Yeah, I thought that too, which would kind of be in a way, hear this out, but in a way fitting for their, for them to make her seem crazy where how else do you deal with the savior and who has the potential for bringing back the happy endings again or you know disrupting the story in some way i thought she was going to be the dark one in in the in, the oh, fake world i guess i was confused as to how she was being held if she had her magic i was definitely glad that was lily because as they were floating away i suppose sailing away is more what you do on a boat i was thinking Wow, that tower sure was impenetrable. A kid knocked out one guard. Good job. Why didn't anybody else ever do it? I guess because it's on an island and who goes there? Hmm, I think that's what the guard says. Who goes there? <laughs> nice. I, I want to know uh, so much about season five it cannot get do you have a countdown yet no we we don't know the premiere date do we we can assume the premiere will probably be the last sunday of september because that's the way they've been doing it and we can assume that the season five finale will be mother's day in 2016 that's how they've been doing it for every year since then and we do hope that you've had a wonderful mother's day as well And you know something that'd be really cool to give your mom either this year, next year, give your dad for Father's Day? It would be to make an awesome video for them, to make an iPhone app or an Android app, or maybe to learn how to do their accounting for them or design something incredible for them. You know how you can learn how to do that? Lynda.com slash once. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash once once you can sign up and get a free 10-day trial try thousands of videos if you have the time to go through all of their hundreds of thousands of videos taught by professionals who know this stuff and teach it very well i hear from people all the time saying wow the tutorials on linda are great i'm learning from people who are learning from lynda.com it's that much information on there so check it out at lynda.com slash once when you sign up for the free trial it does support the podcast and i really think it's going to support you well and enable you to learn how to create video animation apps design things all cool things hey you could even be working for me someday if you learn skills from lynda.com I don't know if that's an interesting proposition to you, but it's something that you could even think about. So check it out, lynda.com slash once. Coming back to the mic is my beautiful wife, Jenny. Jenny, what do you have? I really enjoyed seeing Regina in Snow's old hunting garb. It was really great oh, with yeah. the fluffy purple stuff. <laughs> I loved it. And uh, for a second there... During Emma's scene in the Enchanted Forest, 
I thought for a second she was going to be Rapunzel because she's a blonde woman in a tower. <laughs> but nope. That's all. She didn't have enough time to grow her hair. Yeah. It was all short. I was looking for it. Long all, hair. All it would have taken is just Isaac to have written, and she had very, 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 like horrendously long hair. Somehow. <laughs> the word somehow is allowed. Thank you very much, Jenny, for joining us a little bit. I know you guys miss Jenny. We miss her too. There's a lot of cool stuff, no doubt, coming in season five. We do know for sure it's completely official now that season five is coming because they did announce that from ABC. They said that Once Upon a Time is coming back. And also some of the other TV shows that we podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter are coming back. Unfortunately, Resurrection has been canceled. And it's unfortunate, I say, because we also have a podcast on Noodle Mix Network about the TV show Resurrection. And that podcast it will be coming to a close then. But we do have those podcasts. Welcome to Level 7 is about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And also we have an Under the Dome podcast as well, since Under the Dome will be coming back for another season. We would love to have you participating in this. So please send us your feedback and please share this episode with your friends, family, tell them how to subscribe to the podcast. Go to oncepodcast.com slash 199 to be able to click on those sharing links, stumble this, Google plus this, Facebook, like it, tweet it, all the buttons, just press all the buttons on that Hmm. page and share it out to everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that can be a great way that you can support us. Also, connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast, and I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast over at oncepodcast.com and participate in the forum, send us your feedback, and much more. And until next time, remember, what happens in dragon form stays in dragon form. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. If you'd like to be one of them and keep the podcast going, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and also try out lynda.com slash once for a free 10-day trial. And thank you for your support.